You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, we are catching up from the long weekend with a slightly longer than normal episode. Actor Billy Campbell reveals that his character, the outrageous Okona, will make an appearance in Star Trek Prodigy. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is due to start filming this week in Toronto. New fan initiative Women Make Trek debuts this week. And of course, I've got this week's Trek trivia. I'm Alison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. First up today, the outrageous Okona is heading back to the final frontier in Star Trek Prodigy. Actor Billy Campbell made the announcement in a recent episode of the podcast Comic Book Central, along with a few more details about the upcoming series and a story about how he nearly landed a much bigger role in Star Trek. The outrageous Okona was an episode in the second season of Star Trek The Next Generation. Campbell played the title character Thaddean Okona, a lovable rogue who charmed the female crew and ended up helping broker peace between two warring houses on twin planets in the Omega Sagitta system. And now he'll have his chance to get up to more shenanigans in the new series for Nickelodeon. After host Joe Stuber asked Campbell a question about sci-fi and superheroes, he mentioned Star Trek Prodigy, which he referred to as a comedy animated series, and said... They're bringing back some characters from the Star Trek universe that are like legacy characters, so my guy is coming back. Host Stuber then asked him to confirm that he meant the outrageous Okona, to which Campbell replied, yes, and it's hilarious. Later on, Campbell gave some more details about his part, saying that in it, the show's female lead goes over the moon for him, much to the chagrin of the male lead. At the time the podcast episode was recorded, Campbell said his recording was imminent. Now, while Campbell seemed thrilled about reprising his role, he did also mention that he wishes he could take back his original performance. If I could eradicate that performance, I would. I was so uncomfortable, he said. It was really bad dialogue, and to be honest, I was not experienced enough to make bad dialogue good. Patrick Stewart tried to help, but bless him, I think I was beyond redemption. Later in the interview, Campbell related the story of how he was nearly cast as Riker for the series. To listen to the entire Comic Book Central interview, which covers not only Star Trek, but the Rocketeer and a whole host of other topics, look for Comic Book Central wherever you get your podcasts. And a big thanks to Stingray Mask on Twitter for the heads up. Next up, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is due to start this week. According to the City of Toronto website, the 10-episode series is due for camera start on Thursday, February 18th, and production will run through the end of July 2021. The news is backed up by the Toronto IATSE local who list the series Lily and Isaac, which is the series' working title, in production between February and July. However, it's worth noting that there's been no official word from CBS as yet. Now, this is not new news. Strange New World's February start has been listed on the IATSE site since last year, but it's significant because we're now so close to the date 
and a few eagle-eyed fans spotted Spock actor Ethan Peck posting an Instagram picture from Toronto. In response to one fan who asked if he was there to film Strange New Worlds, he replied with an enigmatic winky face. The filming location for the series is listed at CBS Studios Canada, the permanent production facility that CBS unveiled back in September of 2019. That ensures it won't conflict with Star Trek Discovery, which films about 20 miles away at Pinewood Toronto Studios. Discovery Season 4 started filming early last November. At the time, the production was expected to continue through June, although we haven't had a recent update from CBS. It's currently not listed at all on either the City of Toronto's website or the Labour Union's website. Long story short, look out for more news about Star Trek Strange New Worlds, hopefully coming in the next week. And of course, in the meantime, catch up on the Strange New Worlds crew with Star Trek Discovery Season 2 and the Short Trek's Q&A and Ask Not, now streaming on CBS All Access. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Your support from as little as $1 a month helps us pay for our expenses like hosting and software, and helps us grow the show so we can bring you even more Star Trek news wherever you are. Please consider supporting the show on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Next up, this Wednesday, February 17th, 2021, we'll see the launch of a new initiative highlighting the women of Star Trek and the artists who create pieces about them. Women Make Trek. The new program highlights the inspiring women of the Star Trek franchise through artwork created and submitted by the fans who love them. In addition to celebrating original fan artwork, Women Make Trek is also raising funds to support breast cancer research. We had a chance to catch up via email with Women Make Trek co-founders Laz Marquez and Heather Ray, two fans whose passion for Star Trek and love of the fan community is at the heart of the Women Make Trek initiative. Now, it's no secret that strong female characters have been visible since the early days of Star Trek. We believe the women of Star Trek are the backbone of the franchise, Marquez said, adding, they have broken barriers in their respective decades and showcase such an immense amount of positivity and growth as time moves forward. To honor these women and celebrate the artwork of the fan community, Marquez and Ray created Women Make Trek. Contributing artists submit original pieces inspired by their favorite women of Star Trek, both in front of and behind the camera. Each piece is accompanied by a statement from the artist describing their personal connection to the character and to the franchise. While the goal is to celebrate the women of Star Trek and individual artists, Ray and Marquez hope that their initiative will reach beyond that. Ray said, My greatest hope is that our initiative inspires more like it. By amplifying individuals and their stories, we aim to show the world and the breadth of beauty and talent within the Star Trek community and beyond, all inspired by the Star Trek women we love. She added, I believe artists will be moved to join us in our initiative to bring positivity to fandom by celebrating the women who make Star Trek, especially after they see the collection thus far and the impact it has already had on our fundraiser. There's a personal story to the Women Make Trek Project 2. 
Both Marquez and Ray were raised by single mothers and found the women of Star Trek inspirational. In the memory of Marquez's mother Maria, who was sadly lost to breast cancer, the initiative is asking fans to donate to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Women Make Trek officially launches on Wednesday, February 17th. To have a look at the artwork and artist stories already submitted, and for more information on how to become a contributing artist, visit womenmaketrek.com. And be sure to follow the hashtag WomenMakeTrek on Twitter to stay up to date on the latest information and featured artists. Okay, now it's time for Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know the character of number one in the original, original series pilot, The Cage, was played by Majel Barrett, later Majel Roddenberry. However, she was never credited with that name, and rather appeared in the later flashback episodes The Menagerie Parts 1 and 2 as M. Lee Hudeck, which was her given name at birth. She would go on, of course, to play Nurse Christine Chapel on the original series, as well as Mares and other characters on the animated series, Luxana Troy on Star Trek The Next Generation, and the voice of the ship's computer on several series, all under the more commonly recognized names of Majel Barrett or Majel Barrett Roddenberry. So now, a trivia question for you. The character of number one has had some name intrigue as well. She was never named beyond number one in the original series, but is now known to be called Una. Last name uncertain. But when did Una become number one's on-screen canon name? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. And finally, please make sure that you're signed up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry Podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.